I date kind of the old-fashioned way now. I mean, <laughs> it's mostly through, like, people, friends of friends, or I guess the term today would be meeting organically, right? Even though a lot of people do meet through apps these days. Yes, mostly through people I meet directly instead of through an app. Everyone else that I've dated seriously or semi-seriously or had, like, strong connections to have been through real-life experiences. So I don't know how much credence I give to the dating apps, but it feels like if I don't do it, then I'm shooting myself in the foot. Like, there's no harm in doing it, so why not do it and at least try, and who knows? I mean, yeah, ultimately, my I think my fantasy is, you know, meeting a guy, like, in the produce section of Whole Foods or something like that, you know? Like, it sounds totally cutie, but... I mean, because it's not super easy to meet people in person, like to meet others in person. So I think by jumping on an app, sometimes it gets you on a date, and sometimes you might need that to get over something. It's easier to face rejection through the screen. And I think that people have such a strong fear of rejection that they're fearful of talking people, approaching people, hitting on people, which, like, I have no problem being rejected, so I have no concerns around that. But I think a lot of people have to put so much weight into it that it just it doesn't feel as bad when you swipe and then you're swiping and 20 people later you can remember that person you know so it doesn't hurt as bad of course this is an easier way to do it I don't see myself finding the love of my life in a bar so once upon a time people dated organically they'd go out and meet people in bars or out with friends or certain places would have like singles nights and then TV came along and you had things like the match game and dating game and people thought well we can kind of like gamify this this could be a fun thing then you fast forward you get speed dating getting to know somebody in a very short amount of time and then came online dating where you could create a profile and, and kind of filter out what people saw of you before they got to know you We've sort of come full circle again, where people are doing the online dating thing, no one seems to be enjoying it, <laughs> and people just kind of want to get to a place where they can go out and meet somebody in person. Do you think there's still a, a venue for that? Do you think that's still possible? I think it's more challenging than it used to be. I think people are still meeting at work and through friends and social circles. That's still alive and well. I think the part where you meet people in bars is much more challenging because you used to go to a bar with a couple of friends and you would talk to people and you went there to meet other people. Now you just go to the bar to talk to your friend and you don't get approached. Whenever I go out with my girlfriends, we certainly do not get approached. Is that a point of contention? Do you want to get approached? Yes and no <laughs> because we're so used to going to bars with friends to just talk and catch up because this is what we do in our 30s you know there's usually just a couple nights a week where that you can go out and hang out with your people and decompress in a low pressure setting going to a bar used to be a high pressure setting where you would look around and see do i like anybody do i want to meet anybody who do i want to talk to me and then you know you make eyes at each other and and you know it's this whole thing and now bars, I think, are just used as meeting places for people you already know. So do I want to be approached when I'm trying to catch up with my friend? No. 
do I sometimes go out with my friend and we're not, you know, we don't have too much to catch up on and it would be fine to be approached by, you know, a group of another couple of guys? Sure. It's just a a practice that's kind of dead. So we don't really expect it. We don't really think about it. It's kind of out the window. To meet someone directly in person, you'll have to be, you know, either at the same event, uh, be invited to the same thing, uh, you have friends in common, or some sort of aspect in common that forces you together to be in the same place to provide the opportunity, I think. It's an easier starting point rather than, you know, trying to find something in common based on what, you know, we decide to say about ourselves or publish um, on a profile, like... Uh, online or on an app, so I think that's helpful. I'm not quite to the point of deleting them from my phone, but I'm pretty close. I, I think I'm going to do what my my sister-in-law says. I should join a church. Um, that's probably what I should do. <laughs> do something. I join a church and meet people the more traditional way. Guys who have the confidence to approach somebody in public, in like the current state of things, have an advantage. I would agree with that. Because people don't expect it, but there's still a part of a lot of people we've talked to that want that. They want to meet somebody in a yoga class or at the grocery store, somewhere where they're doing something and it's unexpected that somebody catches them and says, hey, I think you're cute. We should go out. So I think the people that are able to put themselves out there and say, I see this cute person in this place I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to go at least introduce myself and see if there's conversation there, see if there's chemistry there. All those things that you're looking for in online dating, but without the screening beforehand. So there's a couple things. The screening is very beneficial. I'm a huge advocate of the screening. I'm a big Googler. From what I've heard, if you're a guy approaching a woman or just, you know, anyone approaching anyone else, people kind of look at you all crazy. Like, what do you want? Why are you talking to me? It just, it it isn't always received well. And I think it's because we're kind of socialized now to not have that happen and to have access to someone's LinkedIn, all their public records before we go out with them. I was at this coffee shop a few months ago and I was doing a little bit of work and uh, I was at one of those larger tables where multiple people can sit and, and do work. And this guy was sitting across from me, he was very attractive. Uh, and before he left, he like made some joke. The first thing I thought was, why didn't you make this joke earlier, you dummy? Like, it was funny, you made me laugh. I, you know, I responded, we had a little banter, and then you left. What, what? What was the purpose of that? It could have turned into a conversation. We could have, you know, talked and exchanged numbers or, you know, whatever. So I think it's something that that people want to do, but it's still very intimidating because it's just fallen out of favor. It has. It has. You you talked about like the socialization aspect of it. It's not something that we're sort of taught to do. Like you don't go out with older friends and like, hey, let me show you how to talk to a girl. (laughs) But we spend so much time editing our profiles and getting good pictures and swiping and texting and... The time we put into that, if we were able to put that into just talking to people, that's really what all it comes down to is just going up to a stranger and saying, hey, it doesn't always have to be for a date. It could just be, hey, 
you're reading a book that I've heard of. Let's talk about it. That kind of thing. Just communicating in real life. Yeah, it just, it, it, it kind of sets you up for more success. I like the old school, like you talked about guys uh, appro- approaching to die, do whatever. I, I never had that. So I like, that's why, I, you know, the organic method of meeting someone, going up and talking to them doesn't mean everything I say is cool. You get shot down, but that's like the whole point of going up and talking to someone is to get to know them. So right. like eliminating that, that's a major part. You can see someone's picture, but there's another picture right after. When someone comes to talk to you, you actually have to spend a minute in their presence getting to know that person. So it's just, it's just a different, it works both ways. I've approached people and then 30 seconds in, wanted out very badly. You know, it's just, it's just a totally different experience. I've been on online dating hiatus for a few months now and God, it's really wonderful. But I haven't yet gotten to the point where I'm like meeting people in person, but I'm definitely noticing more people in real life uh, than I was before. So I think just the fact that I'm not spending that time looking at my screen gives me more time to look at other people who actually exist in yeah. my world. Yeah. And, you know, on my commute and you know, at my workplace or in my social circle. And sort of mentally swiping them. Like, oh, I would. Or, no way. <laughs> or the original swipe. The OG swipe. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't know that there's a, like a hard, fast rule for this. I mean, just some people are built for in-person interaction. They're, they're not looking for somebody on their phone that they have to swipe through and analyze and make up a story for and then communicate with and then try to ask out on a first date. It's much more beneficial for these people to just go out and say, I'm going to go out tonight. I'm going to find somebody. And then all the same rules apply, you know, whether it's you're just looking for a hookup for the night or you're looking for a relationship. Then the sort of the things we've been talking about with communication in past episodes resurface because then you're just you're just starting at a different point. Mm-hmm. You haven't gone through all the, the techie stuff to meet them. You meet them in person and then, bam, first date. If I only have every other Friday or Saturday or Sunday, like in the middle of the day, I'm not going to try and spend it trying to divide it up between however many matches. I'm going to try and find, you know, go to an event that I actually want to be at um, where I may or may not meet someone interesting. But if I do, then, you know, that's someone I can make a, a better connection with from the, from the beginning. When you're using apps and you have access to certain information and you can Google somebody, you find out a lot of information that you wouldn't necessarily know had you just met this person out or with friends or at work or whatever. And that presents a benefit, right? If a resume is important to you, then you find out all of that information and you have that and that's great. But when you're meeting someone in person, you're able to immediately gauge that physical attraction and that saves a lot of time because when you're on an app, you see a picture and then you text for God knows how long and you probably don't meet up, but when you do meet up, then you figure out if there's any kind of physical chemistry. And if you feel like you've already invested three weeks into this person or two weeks or one week or whatever, you're going to feel almost obligated to have something there because you've already invested. And so it's like this superficial kind of foundation. Whereas if you meet someone in person, you can tell immediately if there's a spark, if there's chemistry, if they make you laugh, if you like them. 
And so it is, it's a huge time saver. I mean, if you think about all the time that we've spent texting and swiping, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of time. <laughs> it's a ton of time. And then you just keep doing it over and over again. I mean, I've been on dating apps for over a year. Mm-hmm. And like every time I'm single, I usually like reach the end of Tinder daily. Yeah. We just like swipe through so many people. Yeah. It's like, all right, there's nobody else out there. Yeah, and then you feel defeated. You do. And actually, there's a lot of people out there. They're just not on this app. At that particular time, in your particular right. set of parameters that you've set. Yeah, and you know, if you're meeting someone at work, you know, I, I love the idea of meeting someone who is in your field, but you know, not necessarily someone that you work directly with, right? Because that can get messy. But then you know so much about who they are and how they function and you know people who know them and it's just much more concrete information about how this person is socially and in the world if you like someone who works in a neighboring office or a neighboring department ask someone to introduce you to them or just go introduce yourself and see if there's something there i mean you know don't do something that hr will come after you for but you know if you have the resources And by resources, I mean like, you know, a a large office that, you know, or a large building where a lot of people work, I would say use that. It's, it's a much more efficient way to meet people. I would say. I think people really undervalue the pursuit. Hmm. People want to be desired. They do. People want to be sought after. I've never heard, and this is going back to like junior high, there wasn't a single girl that I heard of that thought I was cute or liked me that I wasn't at least flattered by. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that continues into your 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. If someone comes up to you and they're like, hey, I think you're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Or just, hey, I want to get to know you. You're already, like, starting off on a win. There's so much noise on the dating apps that it just takes a lot more energy to find the, the signal through all of that. And I feel like you're, it's easier to judge somebody's intentions when you're talking to them in person and you can hear the words coming out of their mouth before they have time to like filter through a, their fingertips and like delete backspace. Like, oh, let me change that word or whatever in their 45-word profile. So when you agree to go on a first date with someone, you're automatically available. So that whole chase thing is kind of out the window. Yeah. Unless you manage to play hard to get it after that, which is <laughs> odd and very difficult to do. You've already agreed to meet with them. They think you're already interested in them. Most guys that I've gone on first dates with think I want to, you know, marry them and have their babies. Untrue. But that's what they think. Because you've agreed. There's no chase. You know, there's not a lot of excitement. There's the excitement of meeting somebody. And having them in front of you for the first time. But that fades pretty quick. There's not a lot of buildup. And sometimes, I was, I think, I think I mentioned this before. I went on a coffee date with this one dude. And he tried to basically, like, follow me home. And I was like, bro, (laughs) this was a coffee date. Why would you expect to come home with me after a coffee date? (laughs) So, I mean, that just tells you how people take it when you agree to meet them. They think, yeah, she's very interested in me. I'm, I'm, you know, this is, this is it. I don't have to do that work. Also untrue. To me, it's kind of ruined, like, 
not chivalry, but like just old fashioned. Like there is not, there's rarely a guy that has enough balls to go up to a girl out in public and approach her now because they have the app. They don't need to. So like they can, they don't fear rejection on an app like they would in person. So like no guy is going to go up to a girl anymore and want to buy her a drink or you know, tell her she looks nice or anything like that. And it's kind of like as a girl, you kind of miss that. Like, not that you want to be, like, hit on by skeezy guys at a bar, but, like, there's actually a nice-looking guy. Like, they won't come up to you anymore. Do you think we're at a place yet where women are approaching men? There's this BuzzFeed video. I don't know if you've seen this. But it's, just, it's like a, a woman walks down the street and basically hits on men. And all of them just look very confused <laughs> and almost upset and they, they they don't even respond they just kind of scurry away so i don't imagine mm-hmm. many unless you know somebody and you can flirt with them on kind of a regular basis to kind of give them that like hey i'm into you message in general i don't I, you know i don't think that women are approaching approaching men with much success i would love it if they were that would be amazing did you just go to a guy in a bar that you thought was cute? And I haven't done that in a long time. The last time I met a guy at a bar was in my early 20s. We ended up dating for two years, but I was standing next to him at the bar waiting for a drink. And I asked the bartender for like maraschino cherries or something. And I think I was drinking like a vodka soda. I don't know. And the bartender ignored me. So he like went into the bucket of maraschino cherries and got a bunch and put them in a glass that he kind of reached over and grabbed and he gave them to me and I just kind of looked at him and it was just, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was, it was really something. I don't even remember what happened after that, but we dated for two years. Solid move. Yeah. 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 So, you know, (laughs) maybe actions speak louder than words. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? But that was the last time I met someone at, at a bar that like, I didn't know in some way prior to that. I think most women would be very okay with being approached at, at a bar in like a really low pressure way. The low pressure is kind of key. I, I think a lot of guys are kind of scared right now with coming off as a creep. I think men feel pressure to say something. And here's the thing, you don't always have to start with a verbal cue. You can just smile. You know, I was on a first date and it was a little awkward and I was a little rusty and there was a silent moment and, and he looked over and he just smiled at me and it just, it made me so much more comfortable. So I think if you see someone that you think is cute, smile, give them a nice warm smile. And that kind of is, is, you know, the icebreaker for the icebreaker. It's if they smile back at you. And not that weird, polite smile, but like a genuine one. <laughs> Go up to them and, you know, say, hi, you have a great smile. I just wanted to say hi and let you know that. And go from there. That's really good advice. And like read that body language. Yeah. You know, if they perk up a little bit and they say thanks, that's, that's really nice of you. You know, do you want to sit down? If you start with something that's inviting, if it's welcomed, you will get something that's inviting in return. And I think a warm smile goes a long way. You know, I was in L.A. just hanging out at like a cafe and then a girl just started talking to me and you know we had a good conversation but at the end I was like do you want to meet for lunch again you know the next day um and we did you know and it was fun I don't know about you I am like not at my best when I'm meeting cute in like a grocery store I'm probably saying something awkward or weird and I mean I once 
was in a Trader Joe's and like perusing the alternative chip selection. Um, and I have like a, a, a bag of beet chips in my hand, I think. And I, I definitely had a bag of beet chips in my hand. And this man said something to me, this very, very, very cute man said something to me about, oh, like, I don't really care for beets. Um, the chip, like, the fact that they're chips is a little odd. And my response, I meant to say, like, I can get down with a beat, except I said I could go down on a beat, which is just like, really, like, oh, come on. <laughs> I really, did I really have to say that I want to perform oral sex on a beat? Probably not. And I, like, ran off and then, of course, ran into him every single aisle. That was probably an opportunity for a meet cute, but I messed it up. <laughs> I've done the same thing, you know, um, where I've, I've occasionally met people out. The, the only thing now, though, is it used to be that, you know, without these kind of apps and stuff like that, you know, whenever you go to a gay bar, you're, you know, looking to meet people. Well, now gay bars are more, more social. And so, you know, you have your whole group of friends and they have their whole group of friends and you're not sure whether they're there with their boyfriend or it's just a friend. And so it's a little bit more difficult to, to meet people in real life because you don't want to, like, you know, hit on somebody whose partner's right there or something along those lines. There's definitely a need for dating apps because if you look at what is considered harassment these days, basically it's an, un, an unwanted advance of any kind. Is can and will be considered harassment. So how do you even like ask somebody out properly these days as well? You know? <laughs> oh, you think the trick that works for Dunkin' Donuts is cute that gives you your coffee every morning? If you ask her out while she's at work, that can be considered harassment. <laughs> you know?